with Gilbert Burns having to pull out of UFC 251 main event. Our next guest joins us to clear up if he might be the last-minute replacement to rematch Kamara Usman for the UFC title on Fight Island. I'm, of course, talking about the man who brings chaos everywhere he goes. It's a pleasure to welcome him back on the program, Colby Chaos Covington. Welcome back to Submission Radio. It feels like it's been too long. It, it's just been too long, Colby. It really has. You know, I, I enjoy coming on your guys' show. We need to do like a weekly segment, man. I, I feel like the people would really like that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think <laughs> the awesome. feedback, I think, yeah, the, feed, the feedback's always great. I think this could be a new, a new thing. Colby Covington di- dissects the world's news. But of course, the current <laughs> news is you potentially being in UFC 251. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to unpack. So we'll start from the very beginning. When you first saw that Gilbert Burns was officially off the card, unfortunately testing positive for COVID-19, what what was your reaction uh you know i wasn't surprised you know dirty dilbert you know got the rona and you know i expected it you know what i tell you guys the last six seven months i, I said that jorge uh street jewish masvidal was going to price himself out and he never wanted to fight uh marty in the first place and i said it's going to be me and marty rematching and that's what it needs to be so you know i've been preparing for this what i tell you guys i said i've been preparing for a short notice call for the last six, seven months. I've been ready for something like this. So now that it happens, put the ball in my court. All I need is the, is the ball, UFC, and I promise you I'm running the touchdown. But getting Marty Fake Newsman to sign a contract when it's going to be a fair fight, that's a whole other story, you know, because unless he has Mark Goddard to help him cheat, he's probably not going to show up and fight me. Mm, there's a lot to unpack there. I just want to get uh, the story of how you found out. When did you find out that Burns was out of the fight? And when did you decide to officially put your hand up? Uh, I see you tweeted out, obviously, that you're the man the UFC is going to call once this happened. When did you decide this was the fight for you? Yeah, last night, you know, I, I opened up my Twitter and, you know, I'm looking at our great president's tweets and being at Mount Rushmore and all the, the festivities of America's birthday, you know, and celebrating the 4th of July. And all of a sudden, you know, my timeline starts filling up. Colby saved the day. And I see that uh, Dirty Dilbert has the Rona. And, and then, I, you know, it only made sense to put my name in the hat. I, I'm ready to go. I, you know, I stay ready. I, I, ne- I never have to get ready. And I live the lifestyle. I'm always in shape, ready to go so I can jump on opportunities like this. And I've been telling you guys on this great radio show, Submission Radio, for the last six months, I will be ready in a short notice opportunity. So now the, the ball's in the UFC's court. I said I'm ready to go. You know, it's up to them to make it happen. Mm. Have there been any kind of discussions between you and the UFC so far since you've put your hand up? Um, there's been some small discussions, uh, nothing concrete. And I think they're scrambling. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do. But, you know, what they can't do, they, they can't put Street Judas Masvidal on there. The guy's had, you know, the last six months to step up to the fight. And all of a sudden, on a week's notice, he wants to fight. I mean, we can't, we can't neglect the truth. Jorge doesn't want to fight. That Shia LaBeouf-looking motherfucker, he just wants to go to some Spanish island and disappear with some soap opera stars and play dodgeball. He doesn't want to fight. He's a cloud chaser. So give the real man what the people want to see. I was going to say, uh, we saw that Jorge Masvidal has been taking COVID-19 tests. Um, Have you taken any tests thus far at this point? Are there any plans to take any tests? And uh, what did you make of him taking the tests? It it sort of looks like, you know, he's sort of really gunning for this fight alongside you. (laughs) Come on. We we know that Judas Masvidal is not gunning for this fight. If he wanted the fight, he would have already fought. I mean, they've been trying to get that fight negotiated for six months. And I called it. 
I called it on submission radio. I said, Jorge Street Judas Masvidal is going to price himself out, and he doesn't want to fight. He's scared of Marty's shadow. He's scared of my shadow. I mean, you can go look at me on YouTube beating him up every single day. The guy's a jobber. He hit lightning in a bottle. The dude's got multiple losses. I mean, he's, he's always lying. You can't believe anything that guy says. Last week, he was saying Darren Till was the hardest guy who ever hit him. Oh, what about Paul Rodriguez? What about Rodrigo Dam? These guys that knocked you out, George. So stop selling wolf tickets to the fans, man. People can see right through you. You're not here to save this division. You're not here to make this division great again like me. So step to the side. Let the big boys do work. And let's do round two of Marty Fake Newsman, man. Let's do it on a fair playing field. Why not? There's going to be a trilogy. I promise you guys that. Mm. Uh, he says he's his manager says that he's in the sort of race to fight Kamaru, but obviously there's a big price tag that's going to be involved with that fight. I'm just wondering what was what's your offer to the UFC and Kamaru Usman to make this fight possible? I guess we're working on a tight sort of timeline here. You'd have to be on a plane enough to fight Ireland very very soon. What sort of offer are you giving out there so this fight sort of happens? I just got one demand. One demand only, to save the sport, to save Fight Island, and that's just to make sure that Mark Not-So-Goodard is anywhere near the octagon, that fucking prick. Stay the fucking UK. You ain't going to fuck me over at a world title next time. <laughs> um, how do you feel about this whole process? This isn't like any regular sort of any other... I mean, first of all, it's a title fight, and it's not like any other fight week where, you know, would potentially fly to, you know, another state. Um, there's so many, you know, testing. you got to fly to fight Ireland. How would you feel about going through that entire rigmarole and that whole process um, really on a, on a one week's notice? You know, it's not one week's notice, though. You know, I've been preparing for this moment my whole entire life. The, the past seven months, I've been calling what's going to happen, and I'm going to stay ready in case something like this does happen. So I'm ready. I'm in the greatest shape of my life. You know, I've had the greatest training camp. I feel healthy for the first time in a long time. I'm ready to go, and, and I'm a professional. So this isn't nothing new to me to, to go through this process and have to jump through the media hoopla's and, and the traveling and the weight cutting. I don't really cut weight as it is, so that, that's easy for me. So, you know, this wouldn't be a problem. We could do this tomorrow. We go to the Apex, fly over to Vegas tomorrow, set up some cameras. I'll take care of the rest with Marty Fake Newsman on a fair playing field. Mm. The first fight was obviously uh, a very entertaining fight. It was back and forth. It was a battle. But how do you see this rematch going if you get the shot against Kamara Usman next weekend at UFC 251? I see me beating Marty Fake Newsman like a drum. It, it won't even be competitive. The last fight, I made so many mistakes. I wasn't at my best, you know, with the food poisoning going in. Obviously, the ref with the incompetent calls, I would have finished him in the second round with that liver kick if he didn't call fake uh, nut shot. I would have finished him when he's calling fake eye pokes, you know, the, the hits to the back of the head, the bad calls. It's not going to be competitive. I've made a lot of adjustments in my game. I've been working very hard on some little mistakes I made in the last fight, just keeping my hands up and doing a better job with that. And this time, it's going to be completely different. He's not going to get my corner, corner audio and then have a second sense of, of life and be like, oh, man, I can actually win this fight because maybe Colby's injured. So it's going to be domination from start to finish, and I'm going to beat his ass pillar to post. Mm. Did you learn anything from him when you fought him the first time? Did anything sort of surprise you about him? or did you, Are there any takeaways from that fight apart from what you mentioned? Yeah, I, I learned a, a ton about him and so many takeaways. He's scared to wrestle. He does not want to get into wrestling exchanges with me because he knows what happens. He's going to gas out. He's not going to be able to keep that stamina, and the muscles are going to fill up in his blood, and he's not going to be able to strike. So, 
You know, I, I made some big adjustments in my game that I've been working every single day. And that's why I've been saying that, you know, I want to come out and show these adjustments. I want to so, show Colby Chaos Covington 2.0. This is Colby Covington Incorporated now, and we are officially open for business still. <laughs> just just on Colby Covington Incorporated, Colby, um, what is your sort of training camp situation at the moment? Because last time we spoke, you'd recently left ATT. Um, have you joined a new gym, or what exactly does your training situation look like? Because I guess this would add to the craziness of, you know, taking this fight on such short notice, even though you've obviously been training sort of in, in the background. Yeah, you know, I'm not like most fighters. You know, most fighters, they got to put up pictures and videos every time they go to the gym. Oh, look at me, guys. I'm doing, I'm doing boxing today. I'm doing kickboxing. I work hard in silence, man. I, I, don't, need, I don't need people to, to know what I'm doing behind the scenes. That's why I show up and I show up prepared and I show up to put on a statement every time I, I step out in the octagon. Everybody knows I get better every single fight. So I can promise you I've gotten so much better since my last fight. I've, le- I've had my lessons that I learned. And I'm ready to come back and show the world who the best welterweight in the world is. That's me, America's champ, Donald Trump's favorite fighter, and Miami's best fighter, Colby Chaos Covington. <laughs> Just curious. I know that it's kind of a mad scramble at the moment for who can get this Usman fight. Um, but in, in a strange twist of fate, if somehow Usman is off the card entirely, is there any chance you would take a fight against anybody else? Let's say somehow you and Masvidal gets made in, in a week, which I can't see happening, but is there any other chance that you would fight somebody else next weekend at UFC 251? 110%. You know, I, I let the UFC and Dana White know, Uncle Dana, that, you know, I'm here to save the sport. I'm here, you know, to, to make this division great again. And, and if you want to put Street Judas up for sacrifice, I'll send him to the morgue. Everybody knows what I do to Street Judas. And you can, you can go look on YouTube. For every time we used to fight, we used to fight you know, in the bathroom, in our living room, in the gym, you know, anywhere we'd fight. And I never had any, any trouble with him. He's, he's a jobber. And anybody that thinks he's the man for the job right now, I got to, hey, guess what? I got I got a bridge in Brooklyn I'll sell you, fucking idiots. You obviously put out the winner-takes-all offer to Masvidal earlier this week. I'm just wondering, does that offer still stand if Masvidal is on the cards next weekend against the Kamara Usman? Are you still putting that offer up for him to potentially accept? I'm a, I'm a man of my word, guys. Promises made, promises kept. I don't come out and say anything in the media that I don't completely believe and will always fully back up. So that offer still stands. Whatever UFC wants to put up, I'm not asking for a crazy price, you know, just around what I made my last fight, and we can do this. Put both purses up and winner take all. But, you know, Jorge Masvidal, you know, there's a reason they call him Judas. You know, he's a cloud chaser. He doesn't want to come out here and fight. He just wants to be looking like Shia LaBeouf and and getting on some movie roles, trying to get on the next Transformers. <laughs> I saw it looked like you rejected a call just then. It could have been uh, it could have been maybe the matchmakers calling, but Colby's busy. He's on submission radio. He'll he'll call them back. Just to sort of, you mentioned that you wouldn't be looking for anything crazy. So no crazy negotiations here. You're saying that you would just be essentially willing to fight, uh, and you said for a similar price to your last fight, right? That's exactly right. You know, I've been prepared for this moment and this day, and I'm excited. You know, I, I'm a better version of myself than I was back in December. You know, I've, I've learned my lessons, and, and I've been working extremely hard in silence, you know, and I've always let success make the noise. So just give me the opportunity. Give me the chance, Uncle Dana. And I know you've been having all those troubles with, with uh, Street Judas Masvidal as well. So, you know, if you don't want to have troubles with him anymore, just send him my way, and I promise he'll never give you another trouble ever again.
Mm. Gilbert Burns, unfortunately, becoming ill and getting the coronavirus. We wish him a speedy recovery. But I'm just curious, does this, in, in your books, does this mean that's it for Gilbert Burns getting a title shot? Has he lost his spot as a contender now? I mean, I don't even know who Dilbert is, you know? I mean, Dilbert got the Rona, but I mean, who's Dilbert? What is a Dilbert? <laughs> well, look, I guess that makes the next question quite interesting. Do you think he could have been the guy to beat Kamari Usman and become champion if he didn't get sick? Everybody knows that I'm the real champion right now, and I won that first fight. It was a corrupt fight, and it was a fixed fight. Next time on a level playing field, I promise you, Marty Fake Newsman's head, I will have on, on a... On a on a, on a stick. Well, I guess, yeah, the big question now is how quickly can this deal get done? I mean, Casper mentioned it's a big flight over there to Yas Island. What is the timeline? I mean, is there a cutoff point for you? I suppose you're looking right now at negotiating with the UFC. In an ideal world, when would this need to be done by in your books for you to be able to fight next weekend? Up until, you know, you could you could call me on Thursday night and I'll get on a flight as long as I make it there by Friday for weigh-ins. I'm good to go, and, and that's the philosophy that I've been preaching my whole entire career, my whole entire life is that you stay ready. You know, there's no shortcuts. You know, I'm not looking for the easy road. I want the hardest road possible because that's what I excel in. When the biggest pressure is on and the highest of stakes is out there, that's when I thrive, and and that's what I'm looking for. You know, you can give me a day's notice. That's all I need. I stay ready. And we obviously Mazudal started the testing. Do you have any plans to begin your own testing just to make sure you're ready in case the UFC say yes? Yeah, definitely. I'm going to go get tested whenever the first uh, test place is open, probably Monday morning, because, you know, we're celebrating Fourth of July and America's birthday today. So, mm. you know, after after Independence Day weekend and and the business is open back up because they've been shut down with everything going on. I'm going to get my tests and I'll be ready to go. I know I'm, I'm, I'm healthy, I'm safe, and you know I feel great. I haven't had any symptoms or any complications, so I'm ready to go. Just, just give me the opportunity. That's all I'm looking for. Mm. And as we wrap up, last, last couple of questions. Uh, a man that you mentioned last time on the program and the time before, Dustin Poirier was able to get that win over Dan Hooker last weekend. And uh, I know you mentioned to us that there's still some interest in you versus Dustin Poirier. Would it be safe to say that that fight's off to the side now and you have no interest in it? Or if this Kamara Usman fight doesn't come together, is he still on your radar? Doofus Dustin Poirier will always be on my radar. You know, we could fight the same night as I fight Marty Fake Newsman because, you know, Doofus Dustin has no chance against me. It's just an easy fight. And, you know, before he was talking about coming up to 70, and I'm sure if he would have lost to that hooker from Australia, you know, he would have had no choices, and he would have came up to 170, and he would have solved daddy. But, you know, <laughs> now he probably thinks he has some choices at lightweight. He thinks he's going to get a Khabib, which he'll never get. He thinks he'll get the rematch with Connor. He's never going to get a big fight. But he's still going to sit there at 155 and, and hope that he's going to get a big fight. But I, the offer's always on the tight table, you know. He, I'm a man of my word. He's going out in the media. He's saying it's on site anytime he sees me. Here's your time on site, buddy. Come see me. We could do it in front of the whole world. But, you know, he's not going to do it because he's not a man of his word. He just says things in the media, and he's a fake bitch, just like his good friend, Street Judas Mosfidal. All right. Well, we, we, we can't really top that, so we'll end on this note, Colby. As we let you go, do you have any messages to Kamara Usman to sort of sweeten the deal for him and uh, have him accept this fight? Marty. What's up, buddy? What's going to happen when I see you and it's a, it's a level playing field and you don't have someone to help you cheat? What's going to happen? I know you're scared. 
Go go stay tucked down in your bunker. You don't want to come out because you know what's going to happen. You're not a real fighter. You don't want to fight. You just want to sit and fake injuries and fight once a year. Let's do this. Let's do this on a level playing field. But no, you're probably not going to show up. So we'll see what's up. But guess what? One thing is for sure. I will catch Marty one day or another in the near future. I don't care if I see him in the streets. I'm going to find Marty Fake Newsman, and I'm going to take his head. Well, there you go, guys. Exciting times as we figure out what's happening with this UFC 251 card and this main event. But we appreciate your time, Colby, jumping on, chatting to us, giving us some updates on, on what might potentially happen. Follow the man at Colby Cove MMA and get yourself some Colby Covington merch and T-shirts. Always appreciate your time, man. Appreciate it, guys. Have, have a great night, and uh, we'll catch up soon.